We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. With authority. That sprayed some foam everywhere, too. Got a little extra spray on top there. Uh, welcome in. We're going to do a quick hit episode today. The both of us have a ton of work we're doing around the station this week and uh, the next two days. We're recording this on Tuesday, which is one of the earliest times we've ever recorded the podcast. Because uh, tomorrow, I'm helping my girlfriend move. And Thursday, you are busy. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we are, we're doing it today, and we're both busy today anyway. So we got a quick hit. We have apparently a popular beer we're going to be drinking. Trendy is what Trendy. I would say. Trendy. And uh, we'll tell you about our weekend beer and try this and get you guys on your way. So it'll be a little, you know, 10, 15-minute episode for you and uh, give you a quick little beer discussion heading into the weekend. You can find us most places you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, 1080thefan.com, Omni Stitcher, and uh, our social media is Instagram.com slash Beers on Us, at Beers on Us Pod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Beers on Us, and our personal pages, I am at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter, Patrick is at PDD085 on both Twitter and Instagram. DM us and uh, let us know what you're drinking and all that kind of good stuff. And subscribe, rate, review, and download. Please and thank you. It helps. Okay, quick hit. I went to level this weekend. Ooh. Second time I went out there, I went with my roommate and a couple of his friends came out to meet us there. Got myself a little burrito from one of the food trucks, had myself a couple of beers. That outdoor setup is it's, phenomenal. It's so great. It's like a greenhouse effect, but the openings on the sides are big enough that it still feels very covid friendly um very like much an airflow kind of thing going through because the 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 like open sides are still like 10 feet high eight feet high yep. something like that but the way the tarp is up top kind of creates a nice little greenhouse effect well and there the is food- literally a greenhouse like yeah. it's actually like a glass mm-hmm. building yeah it's an old like farmer's market i believe when they first moved into there so that is or a farm for that matter that's possible it's pretty far out there yeah um you said that they're opening a place that's a little bit more downtown, which is nice because that is quite a hike for those of us who live west side of the river. Yeah, they're opening a new location. It'll be their fourth. I always forget they have one in Multnomah Village, but I'm never down there, mm-hmm. so I always forget that. But yeah, they're opening a new spot on Sandy and like 60th, something like that. So still northeast Portland, still kind of deep. Um, but I mean, this is like, their not, current one is like northeast not, 148th yeah, or not, something. Yeah, not Costco past the airport deep. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty deep up there. But if you have not gone out there and you're looking for a good outdoor location to to get some beers and there's got some decent food truck options, there was a seafood one. Yeah, the fresh oysters. There was a Mediterranean one and there was a Mexican truck. Uh, there was another one that was closed. I didn't see what that one was. There's a Mexican truck out there. If you get the nachos, they are huge. Also, they have a special burrito there called uh, the Burrito Asadero. That is delightful. The burritos are also big. They're so very it's, large. Yeah, yes. so big portions if you're jumping on that. Uh, right up my alley. Yes. So I very much enjoyed that. But that was uh, it's a wonderful outdoor setup and uh, well-spaced, great airflow, warm because of the greenhouse effect, and they have some heaters because that was kind of a colder, rainy day that we went out there. And they're a little outside of the greenhouse. They have another section that has tents over it that has a fire pit and other places like that, so uh, other seating like that. So it's a solid place to go. So if you have not gone out there, Make sure you make a trip. In terms of what I had outside of Level Beer, I had a peanut butter stout from Epic Brewing, which I was a little disappointed about. It was it was way too on the sweet lactose end, as opposed to some of the other better stouts I've had recently. And I, you know, their Big Bad Baptist is really good, so I was hoping that this would be kind of in that light, mm-hmm. and it was not. So that was not great. Um, I had another Binary Brewing beer. I had a Hellaslager from them. Ooh. I like it. I and, like it. Uh, I'm not, you know, the biggest guy to tell you how good a Hellas is or isn't, but I uh, I enjoyed the beer. I don't know how much it fits in the Hellas category. I don't know how it compares to other Hellases. So for like someone like Patrick, him trying it might be a different experience than me, but I enjoyed it. So that's two beers I've had from them, and that's two beers that I've liked from them. And then I also had a cold IPA from Wayfinder. What was it called? You know the name of it? Chronokinetic. Chronokinetic. Uh, that was delightful as well. So that was very good. I have a volatile substance that I bought that has not been consumed yet. And uh, you gave me a Doppelbach that I have not had either. Oh, so, yeah, from Bierstadt. Yes. The Messenger. So uh, that's in my fridge as well. And I found more fresh beer at Safeway. Yes. I found literally like four-day-old patio pail from Migration. And I found 30-day-old Rippin' from Sun River. That is amazing. 30 days. I believe I I believe I text you, you should buy 10 cases. Uh, it was the last six-pack. <laughs> it was the last one there. So uh, I'm very ha- I haven't had either of them yet, but I'm very happy to give that a go. Two straight Safeway trips that's where I cool. found within one-month-old beer? That's pretty great. What is happening? That's pretty great. I, I mean, hope that's a new trend. I can't even say that about like my plaid pantries or, hell, even sometimes the bottle shops that I go to. It's, yeah. Again, not the bottle shop's fault. And uh, also, Von Ebert has opened their their by design pizza locations as well. Mm-hmm. The one by me in Beaverton just opened this last week. I saw their signage. I haven't gone yet. And then you said you went to the one at Cascade Station, right? Yeah, I stopped at the one in Cascade Station doing a little bit of shopping, and we were just kind of like, oh, you want to go in and grab a beer? And it's like, yeah, we sat outside. It was decent. Just had a quick pint. Um, nothing real crazy. It's a little kind of strip mall pizza joint sort of thing, at least Cascade Station. Sounds like Beaverton's about the same thing. It's a, it, From the picture you sent me of Cascade Station, the one in Beaverton's a little bit nicer, but it's a pizza joint. That's yeah. in a strip mall. I was so. just excited that um, the, the woman that was serving us... Uh, we like ordered one of the beers and she go ordered one of the sours and she said, oh, we don't have that. We have this different one. And I was like, oh, I know that beer. Yeah, that that's fine. That'll work, too. And she goes, yeah, you're good. All of our beer is great. And I was like, all of our beer. Nicely done. <laughs> so she was already kind of like in the zone and like, our beer's great. Da, 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 da. Because she's obviously the by design pizza person, right? Could have been. I don't know. She was just an employee, just kind of working the register. I, you know, the one th- I don't know if they transferred over or not. The one thing I noticed when we found out that they were going to take over that place is when I drove past it going to Market of Choice over there. 
Um, it said by Design Pizza and Craft Beer. So they already had Craft Beer mm -hmm. as part of their name. Right. So now Von Ebert's just taking over all of the taps. Cool. Basically. So Fine by me. Hey, it's closer. It's in walking distance from my apartment, so I'll take it. And speaking of Von Ebert, I went to Von Ebert's for lunch the other day nice on you. Sunday, and uh, that was pleasant as, as always. That space, remember how we always talk about how that space in the Pearl is so big? COVID dream. If you're... If you're uh, doing indoor if you're, dining. If you're happy, if you're safe, feeling safe enough to be indoor, it is so spread out. It's so simple. You just order at the bar, and they bring it to you. You tell them what number you have. Um, let's see. There was a nest of bees on the table, and then there was. Uh, That's the name of a beer, by the way. Yes, and then there, there wasn't was... literally a nest of bees. <laughs> and then there was something. Something with a walrus. I can't remember, but it was an IPL. Um, Ooh, that, an IPL. That I had, yeah, that I kind of really dug. That's a style that and I haven't seen I, in a while. And then I had to, uh, you know, I had to take some beer home as well, and I got some Pierre Lachat, which is their French Pilsner. I love Agostini a little more, but Pierre Lachat is also really good. And I was like, well, I'm here. I'll grab a four pack of Volatile Substance, four days old. Mm. And I just went, oh, mm. thank God. And I had one <laughs> last night, and she was... Muy bueno. I don't know. I'll check the date when I go home because I'm going to have the volatile tonight because it's the last uh, tall boy I have in the tall boy regular pint can I have in there. Um, I'll check the date on it because I got that at Market of Choice. But yeah, I'll, I'll see how fresh it is. Outside of that, um, I crushed a six pack of Freem Pilsner. Um, what else do we get into? Oh, uh, I posted four beers that I got the other day. I have not had the Pizza Port Beachwood. I plan on having that this evening at my leisure. But I had, I had, okay, let's walk through this. I had the Wayfinder Breakside Coal or West Coast IPA collab. I thought it was solid. You know, Victor reached out to, reached out to us on the Instagram and kind of said, you know, they're already sold out at Wayfinder. And I was like, well, I imagine they still sold some to distributors, so I'll find some. And I ended up buying two of them. I've got another one. I, I liked it. I wasn't gaga about it. I thought it was a little thin. I wanted a little more body. Mm -hmm. But if you drink a lot of Wayfinder IPAs, they are kind of thinner bodied. So it kind of goes along with maybe their kind of house take on IPAs. Um, but then on the other side, I had that double dry hop uh, breakside Portland gear beer. Uh, phenomenal. Mm. So good. And I honestly, I haven't drank Breakside beer in a while. Uh, and it definitely like I poured it in a glass and smelled it. And like four years of memories just came blasting through my brain. And I was like, oh, right. You love this beer. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really nice. And then I had an IPA from Bowie, um, another IPA, as it's called. Our friends at Berlick have a new one out called This IPA is an IPA. Yeah. Something like that. I want to try that. The name, I, the, the name of my IPA is IPA or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. I like when people are just like, hey, look, guys, do you really care what it's called? It's just an IPA. <laughs> didn't so, uh, didn't RJ send us a picture of that? Another IPA when he because he lives out by Bowie. Now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And so I ended up trying that solid. One of the better Bowie hoppy beers I've had in a while. Good. I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. And I'll try the Pizza Port Beachwood home at home tonight. What are we drinking today? Today, well, I saw this dropped in. The distributor Ale Libriated, run by Baker, uh, kind of can do kind of a little similar to, to our buddy Robbie at day one in the sense that um, they bring in a lot of stuff from outside of the Portland area and they kind of jump on some like of the trendy talked about breweries around uh, the country. Like uh, Pint House from Texas is in right now. That's a Robbie thing. And then Baker at Alebriated got some Bearded Iris, which is one of the like trendy hazy breweries 
in America right now. They are out of Nashville, Tennessee. I've actually okay. been to this brewery. Cool. Really cool. Looks like kind of like a like a billiards pool hall. I like the name Bearded Iris. Yeah. It's a pretty cool name. Kind of like this like loungy 50s billiards room. It's really kind of cool. Like leather, like the bar looks like. You mean it doesn't look like every Portland brewery no. that all look the same? No, the bar looks like this, I don't know, like Old West meets 50s decor kind of bar. It's with like checkered tiles on the ground. It's a really cool spot. Um, and so I just figured since we're just doing this little quick hit, it's always nice to throw a trendy beer labels on the uh covid wall there <laughs> and this one we're having is the double scatterbrain um it is uh simcoe citra and double dry hopped with citra it is a double ipa hazy hazy is all hazy uh i will say the look is not appealing to me no, because the it look has is the, brutal it has the look of uh bad it actually tastes pretty good uh, it gives me a lot of hop character i'm not getting too much softness in this either it's kind of giving me a little bit of that like sticky hop character in it um a little sticky hands as to me yeah it's I, th- I think it's got some cool dryness to it i do get a little chalky mm. in it which makes it which which kind of i think always diminishes some of the flavor but you are right it has great hop character to it it smells good colors the color i mean it is hazies is. these days are what they do this i do taste the booze yeah, I do get the. That's eight. a little bit of the stickiness yeah, from it. Yeah, I get the eight percent, especially kind of on the lingering back end. Yeah, I will say that the only part of the sip I don't love is right off the top because that's where I get some of the chalk and I get some of the the so- the softness is there. Otherwise, yeah, great hop character, and I'm starting to very much appreciate some of these hazies now, uh, more so than I normally did. Good on you. Not not as if I'm going to buy them for myself, but I appreciate that I can get some hop character out of them. And they're not just pulpy juice bombs. I'm five years behind you because I'm just now getting into double IPAs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although I'm not, yeah, like you were saying with the hazies, I'm not like actively pursuing them, but I am trying to every once in a while open my brain up to them a little better. Every once in a while, I'll buy one on the shelf just to give it a go. I did that with the uh, Block 15 Ruse collab this past two weeks ago that I talked about. That was just, it was too much, mm-hmm. too hazy for me. I give it a go because I just want to find ones that I like. And I found some that I liked. Um, so I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. I think people are learning how to get the hop flavor in there while still softening it a bit without making it a juice bomb. I yeah. think they're learning, which is good because it makes it more beer and less juice. That's great. Yeah. Otherwise, I think this is solid, though. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just thought it was fun. I saw that it was in town and yeah, trendy's trendy, you know. It's a hazy, of course. Willing, I'm always willing to check out whatever the hell is going Almost on. Almost every trendy beer we've had is a hazy, I'd it's like only, to point out. It's only like two weeks old, too. So that's nice. Yeah. And it came from Tennessee. So that's came good. from Tennessee. Uh, a couple other things that I guess I forgot to mention since we were doing a quick hit and we can kind of just throw stuff at you guys. Uh, I went to the new migration on Williams. Uh, in the old uh, in the old Hopworks Hop bike bar. Bike bar. Um, what they did in there, it's really cool. Now, I got a big soft spot for the Gleason, uh, the Gleason Pub just because I've been going there for a long time, and especially for Timbers games. If they're away, that's a re- been always kind of a fun place to watch games. Uh, but this one's closer to my house, so I'm excited. They outdoor, they got so much outdoor space in the back, so I would definitely recommend going there. And uh, yours truly is behind the bar about once a week at Grains of Wrath on Williams. Very nice. So, COVID's not as big of a deal, and uh, you got your job back. Yeah, That's good. and uh, yeah, and so that so there we are. We I guess are open uh, for a little bit of indoor and still have some outdoor. And uh, yeah, so very cool. Not doing a lot, but I got one foot in the game there. 
Very good. It's nice to stay, uh, you know, attached to the beer scene yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep your ear to the street. You know, gotta be does handy that, with. Does keep. that mean that we're gonna have some random grains of wrath drops handy here on with the podcast? The steel, earn your keep. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's all right there. Well, the amount of breakside drops we've had, I'm like, hey, I'll take some. <laughs> I'll take some grains of wrath drops too. <laughs> yeah. Well, my managerial. Uh, That's true. Benefits were were, were, were were quite quite good at ye old breakside. <laughs> Quite true. All right. Well, I think that's it for us. I don't really have much else to say. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. We like to give you guys a little more substance. This week kind of just caught us out of nowhere, and it just is what is, it is. It kind of is what it is. The day but is hey, kind of filled up quickly. There might be enough vaccines in Oregon for every Oregonian by April twenty first. Really? That is what I heard. Ooh. And if I that's didn't see that. and if that's the case, then who knows, baby? Well, the nice thing is that. Uh, both of us are considered frontline workers. Yeah. And we are like two groups away from that. Like, I think there's yeah. one group before frontline workers left. Mm -hmm. They may have already started. And then there's frontline workers. So if, if we have enough by April, they were saying no later than May mm -hmm. for frontline workers. Right. If we're talking to everybody by April, yeah. That could mean we could be weeks away. Right? right, right. And if that's the case, then you bet your bottom dollar listeners that we going everywhere. Yes. We're going to spread it like it's a COVID party in 2020. If any of you guys work in any sort of clinics, uh, <laughs> if you want to slide us into some appointments so we don't have to do the dance of And we'll give you our list of the breweries you want to hit first. So you got to go to Occidental and Ruse and the Great Notion guys. You got to vaccinate them as well and then vaccinate us so we can mingle with them and right, get them right, on the right. podcast. Of course, of course. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's exciting news. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw it either this morning or last night. Very nice. Well, stay safe out there if you don't have the vaccine. If you're vaccinated, congratulations. Yeah, kudos to you. Enjoy enjoy the fact that you don't have to worry quite so much about all this kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see you next week for a real episode, a full episode. We haven't decided on it yet because, well, that's kind of what we do. But uh, we'll figure it out, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Uh, Sierra Nevada Paleo. Whoa. Thank you so much for listening. Cator says. Cator says.